Having to choose between two survivors at Tribal Council could be extremely difficult, but you'll never have trouble choosing from the great selection on Amazon.com. Get the best deals on everything you need and help support Survivor Podcasts right here when you start your shopping at RobHasAWebsite.com slash Amazon. The smartest guys around are about to break it down like they won the game a million times. Well, actually, they didn't really win the game at all. Survivor, no way to Right, it's the Survivor Know-It-Alls live here after Survivor episode number three for Kagayin. And we are here. Yes, yes. Stephen Fishback uh, is, is my, my co-pilot here. He's so excited. Yeah. I, I, uh, another really big episode of Survivor tonight. You know what? Another one where I was, I had no idea who was going home. I really thought Spencer was going home tonight. Going into it, I was like certain they were going to keep Jutia. I thought all the signs were pointing to Jutia. And I was flabbergasted. And I think every episode this season, I have been surprised by who's gone home. Mark of a great season. Yeah, very fun season so far. I was, I thought Spencer was going to be safe, but I got to admit, I was nervous. Yeah, I, I mean, when Jatia said the thing about, you know, I will stay loyal to you no matter what swap, and then it looked like they were going to, because like right after the, the, right after they lost that immunity challenge, you know, they're like, well, obviously. Yeah, is going, and I was like, "Oh, that, that's that's not gonna last for 15 minutes," you know. Uh, and uh, then it looked like, "Wow, she turned it around. They're gonna stay loyal." There was a lot of gesticulating over in tribal council, and uh, and then Spencer is safe. The last moment at tribal council, they make the decision. Jatia goes home. Spencer stays. What do you think, Rob? Uh, I think it was a lot of fun. We're going to talk about it all. We're going to break everything down. We're going to talk about trying to throw challenges. We're going to talk about whether they made the right decision, uh, whether this was the right move for Cass and Tasha. That's what we're here to do. We're going to break it all down here live on Survivor Know-It-Alls. We've got the chat room going on robhasawebsite.com. And, of course, you can tweet away with hashtag RHAP. Jessica Frey is monitoring Twitter. And, of course, you can post your comments on the YouTube video itself, which uh, then we can bring them on the screen as well uh, when you go to robhasawebsite.com slash YouTube. Uh, um, to go to and our- I just want to apologize that we're running a little late. It's totally my fault tonight. Uh, I was eating a delicious meal of tacos, and I just got really immersed in the tacos, and I lost track of time. So I want to okay. apologize on behalf of me and my tacos. Uh, no, Steven, it's uh, no problem. And for most people who are enjoying this show, uh, it's going to be Thursday or Friday. So it was all, it started on time for them. Okay. So, yeah. All right. So uh, just a, a little bit of programming notes. Okay. Let me tell you about what's coming up tomorrow. So uh, tomorrow morning, I will have my exit interview with Jatia. Uh, wow. uh, I hope it's not going to be Jatense. Yeah. Be careful, Rob. Be careful. Yeah. So that's going to be, I think that's going to be fun. We'll talk to Jatia on Thursday morning. And then I'm going to be doing actually also early Thursday morning. I am going to be having uh Steven's old friend coach on the podcast. Uh, and 
We are. I'm all set up. I'm talking to Coach 9 a.m. tomorrow, Stephen. So I was texting with Coach and said, okay, let, uh, can you do the podcast? He said, great. Thursday it is. And he said, uh, all right, 9 a.m., I'll, I'll be on the treadmill. Talk to you then. <laughs> I was just going to ask you if he's going to be working out. Yeah. And uh, I said, is he, jo- is he joking he's going to be on the treadmill or is he really going to be on the treadmill? And I, and I kind of said, uh, hey, if it's possible, could you, could you not be on a treadmill for audio purposes? That would really be ideal. Uh, the, secret so, to coach, the secret to negotiating with coach is to know that you have something he wants more than anything else, which is hammer time, <laughs> and uh, he will do anything for it. So if he has to, you know, restrict his workouts, so he's just like lifting some weights or just like, you know, taking a stroll, I think he'll be willing to do that. So we negotiated down to he's going to be on an exercise bike. So <laughs> is that, are you serious? Yes, that is what I no, believe that is what the well tune in tomorrow and find out if we're joking. So wow. and we can tune in and find out what how coach will be exercising during this podcast. Okay, okay. so coach Start, cast you know. coming coach cast coming on Thursday and then I'm going to be doing the voicemails actually with somebody else uh, in person. Uh, one of our bloggers on Rob has a, web, a website.com and also one of my co-hosts on our scripted TV podcast site. Post show recaps. Josh Wiggler is in town. He's going to come over here and do the voicemails with me. So if you want to get your voicemails in as well, three two three two eight two R H A P, or use our high quality uh, link at robhaswebsite.com slash voicemail. And as far as the coach questions go, because it's going to be early in the morning tomorrow, I'm going to post that on Facebook tonight. So get your questions in overnight for coach on Facebook for tomorrow. Okay. So Steven. And guess, you know, tweet guesses of what exercise equipment coach will be. I'm telling you, he said he's going to be on the exercise bike. I think it's a funny, like, I think it's like a funny top 10 list, like top 10 types of exercise that coach is doing. While he's podcasting, yeah, I think the over under should be how many miles uh, will he will he bike on the podcast? Right. Yeah. Um, that's great. And screen capper, it didn't happen. With that, you know, we gotta. We yeah. I don't know if we could take him at his word. Or like, uh, I I did uh, eighty seven miles on the exercise bike today. <laughs> okay. So, Brendan can only do twenty miles. So here's anyway. the big controversy, Stephen. Did. Right. Tasha and Cass make the right decision. I tweeted that they did. People are writing back to me and saying I am wrong, Stephen. Who is right? I was really on the fence about this, Rob, and I thought about it a lot while I was eating my tacos. <laughs> I really just like let it marinate, like the beef had been so well marinated before, and, like the carnitas. Uh, yeah, like and I agree with you, Rob. I, at first, I was like, this is absolutely the wrong decision. At first, I thought to myself. This is idiotic. You know, Spencer is a free agent. He says he's loyal to you now, but he's going to, as soon as chance he gets, this guy is going to go off and he's going to, like, make an alliance with someone else. This is a self-interested player who is smart enough to not be loyal. And then, however, however, that was my first thought. Uh, And then my second thought was this, Rob. Um, Thought number two is that Kia is erratic. And, you know, a lot of the divisions that you see in tribes are, are immediately dissipated when you get to a swap or a merge. People do stay loyal unless they have a real reason not to for their first kind of groups. And, uh, you know, unless they're really socially ostracized or there's like a deep, a deep rupture. Um, and I, so I think, you know, you want, like Spencer said, you know, being erratic, being unpredictable is, is a dangerous quality in Survivor. And I think if I'm Tasha and Cass, I want to work with someone who is who who I can trust to behave in a self-interested way. And 
One other thing, Rob, I think Jatia is someone who no one will want to vote out. Everyone has seen that she sucks in challenges. You know, when they hear about this, these rice shenanigans, like Jatia has a safe path to the end game. So if I'm Tasha and Cass, I'm thinking to myself, if they start coming after brains, I want the, to be the last brains they come after. And Jatia is safe, and Spencer they might actually target before me. Now, now what are your thoughts after that screen? Well, I think you really laid out all of the arguments here. I don't think there's any one definitive answer, but I kind of feel like maybe the closest player to Jatia is sort of like an uh, Abby Maria. Was that would that be a fair comparison? And it's a great it, comparison, you know. And and everybody's like, oh well, Jatia is gonna be is gonna be loyal no matter what. But you know what? At some point, if you're Tasha, they're gonna vote out you before they're gonna vote out Jatia. At some point, somebody's going to say, oh, should we vote out Jatia or Tasha? And they're going to say, well, Tasha actually is a threat. Jatia, you know, what is she going to do? Let's, we can always get rid of her later. And if there is hypothetically a, a, some sort of a tribe switch, as, you know, many people have suspected there could be in the, you know, after 12 days or whatever, uh, fifth episode, or it's actually the fourth episode of this season, um, I don't know necessarily. People are like, oh, well, Spencer is definitely going to flip once there's a tr- once there's a tribe swap. But sure, on paper you could say that. But let's say hypothetically, in some new scenario, and who knows if they're going to m- put people into two tribes or three tribes or whatever. Let's say now there's some new configuration where you know Tony and Wu are in a tribe with Tasha and Spencer, and. You know, could Spencer flip against Tasha? Yeah, I guess he could. But couldn't just as easily Tasha, you know, say, hey, I'm with you two guys. Let's vote out Spencer. He's sneaky. He's whatever. So I kind of feel like that, yeah, Spencer could flip. But so could Tasha on Spencer if they were in some sort of new arrangement together. I don't see why that necessarily a new group of people would be more likely to take him in than her. And I think that idea that the the outsider is always going to flip you know, I think that's a little bit dogmatic because, you know, that's true if you've got like RC and Scoopin who were ostracized, who were really left out of their tribe. That's true with Aaron Lobdell, you know, who everyone was mean to. You know, that person is always going to flip. But Spencer, you know, he was the odd man out, but he kind of, you know, there was never that sort of antagonism. You know, he, he was still a part of the group. Um, he, he, was, he was never like treated badly. And he kind of even acknowledged that he made that bet, you know, like he, he had that self-awareness that his position in the tribe was largely dependent on his own actions. So there wasn't that sense of like, you know, real animosity that leads to someone being like a sure flipper. And, you know, we saw Spencer saying, you know, you're not going to be, you know, you'll be happy you made this decision. I'm going to stick with you. And that didn't seem to me to be blowing smoke. I thought that seemed like a really sincere problem. And there's so many different hypotheticals that you could talk about. How many people are left in the game now? Four people are gone. There was 18. So, I, I mean, would you imagine that there'd be some group of seven and seven if they went down to two tribes? Does that seem seem right? Uh, yeah, that does seem right. And if so if you made a tribe of seven and seven, I mean, would, let's say, I guess, if Spencer and, and Tasha were both on the same tribe or Spencer and Cass were both on the same tribe, then there would still be five other people who were with them. So right. I don't know why necessarily that, that Spencer would be the person they would take in rather than either one of those women, especially when they could say he's very sneaky. Right. I mean, I think that's it. You know, you've got 
Spencer, who has done pretty well, and he looks like the Survivor Schemer. You know, he's got that type. And I think that they could easily sort of paint him with that brush. Um, and, and the other thing is, you know, you just kind of want to play with people who behave rationally. You know, yes, maybe Jatia's loyal, but then maybe something else will piss her off. And maybe, you know, some other thing will make her disloyal. And then she flips. So it's like one thing for Jatia to say, I'm totally loyal to you now, but, uh, you know, People who are acting irrationally are are dangerous in Survivor. Yeah. And you really there's so much that could happen in this game. I think you want to even if you think Spencer could flip, like you want him to flip knowing that it's a rational decision. And I'm gonna make another comparison here to another player who was irrational in their game, also did stuff with the food and hid it from the rest of the group in Nayanka in Survivor Nicaragua. And Sash put all his eggs in in the basket with Nayanka and said, oh, Nayanka, Purple Kelly, I'm going to go to the final three with them. I'm definitely going to win. Nobody likes them. I'll drag them all the way to the end. And guess what happened? They were not that invested in making it 39 days on Survivor. And, you know, Tasha and Cass could put all their eggs in the Jatia basket and say, oh, let's go to the end with her. And, you know, next time it rains, maybe she she decides, hey, what the hell am I doing here? Yep, yep, totally. I, I mean, I absolutely agree. And, and you know what? To Jatia's credit, though, I mean, I, I think she she handled her exit with a lot of grace. You know, she really had some, you know, she's like, of course they voted me out. I threw out the rice, you know. I thought the way, the sort of self-awareness there was really great. And, you know, I thought she actually, she played it pretty well in terms of, of when Tosh and Cass were deciding. I thought Jatia did, did a pretty good job of kind of laying out the advantages of keeping her, um, without really scrambling or without seeming desperate. So yeah. uh, the fact that Tasha and Cass were still deciding at the very last minute, I think speaks uh, pretty well to Jatia. I, I think you make a good point. And I would even argue that I think maybe Jatia did a better job of selling her case than Spencer did, because I wasn't particularly moved by Spencer's pleas at tribal council, especially Jeff was besides himself at tribal council. He's like, Oh my God, this is happening right here. That Spencer, they're not even listening to you. They're having their own conversation right now. This is happening right now. Uh, I love that Jeff is so surprised that anyone is making a decision at tribal council. Isn't that like the point of tribal council, like in theory? Yeah, well, it's, it goes to show you that all the other times where people are allegedly, like Jeff is going through right. the motions, that's yeah. Jeff seeing when people actually are deciding things at Tribal <laughs> Council. Like every other one is like, he's sort of just like, okay, people are, hey, why don't you make your case? Because people are still trying to make a right. decision right, right now. That was him when people are really trying to make a decision. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> this is happening right now. <laughs> um, a lot of breaking the fourth wall at Tribal Council too, I felt. Yeah, now that Cochran's on and everyone's doing it, if I were a viewer at home, I would be so excited. That's a little bit, you know, Spencer said he's a Cochran that doesn't suck, but a little bit like Cochran who's just repeating Cochran. I'll tell you what, back in Survivor the Amazon, Survivor 6, I remember, yeah. I think I was at the the first the first Tribal Council we went to, and I basically, I was asked a question at Tribal Council, and I said something along the lines of, hey, when I'm watching the show at home, Blah, 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 blah. And I got shut down. Jeff is like, we're not talking about that. We're not talking about what happened when you're watching the show at home. Uh, but we've, we've come a long way. Yeah, they were very, very concerned with the idea of like being self-referential and all. But now, you know, now it's a free-for-all. Yeah. So you they didn't that. want us tweeting either, Rob. Tweeting was a big no-no. And you look at these kids these days, they're freaking, freaking tweeting you, up a storm. You got in trouble for tweeting at Tribal Council, Stephen? 
<laughs> I brought my cell phone. I was Instagramming, and uh, you know they didn't like it. No texting. No texting. Um, so we were talking about Spencer's plea at Tribal Council. I didn't think he made a great case, Stephen. What do you think about what, uh, what Spencer was saying to Tasha and Cass, even though they weren't listening to him? I'm not even. I mean, the only thing I remember him saying was the thing about being unpredictable is like is dangerous, um, which I actually thought was was a very true point. But what else was he saying? He was just saying that you know he's with them a hundred percent, and he's you know he's uh, good in the challenges. What is the right the, the right? Uh, I'm trying to decide between keeping you or Jatia, Stephen. Con- convince me right. why you should uh, why me and Cass should keep you over Jatia. Yeah, because you know I think it's likely that we're going to swap soon, and like you know two things. First of all, I've shown that I can build alliances, and I would do I would use my skills to build up our alliance. We're going in at a deficit. We need strong game players in our group who can recruit people from the other tribes and flip this game on its head. And second of all, if I fail, if I'm not able to build alliances, those people are going to target me before they target you. I'm getting to voted out before you guys are. So keep me around because it's another three days in the game for you. Yeah, I think you make a good point. I think that selling the strength of this group rather than just a number where that was sort of like the point that Jatia was made. Hey, I'm not going anywhere. I'm with you. But, you know, saying I add more to the team than she does. And I think maybe the three of us can go further into the game. I think that's probably, you're right. I think that's the better point. Like the, the idea that Spencer can build those alliances and that he might actually be useful, um, you know, in, in kind of helping them flip the game. Because ultimately, you know, you see a lot of small tribes, who, small groups who go in and are able to turn the game on its head, but that's not that's because those those they're so motivated. That's because those those groups of people have you know a lot of they really pursue those alliances. And I don't see Jatia doing that. And also, if I'm Tasha and Cass, I'm also saying I don't think Spencer did himself any favors at the challenge today. I think Spencer kind of said, you know, prove that maybe he's somebody come time, you know, when we get to the merge, maybe he's somebody that needs to get picked off right after the merge. Sure. I mean, I think, you know, you know that like someone looking at Jatia in that that reward challenge, although I guess not many people could actually be looking at her. But, you know, every, they knew that Jatia has totally flamed out in, in at least three of the competitions so far. Um, and Spencer did did admirably. He almost won a hoops competition against a professional basketball player. Oh my God, Stephen! If that was me, first off, if it was me, it would be it would be terrible already. But then, if I'm I'm trying to shoot baskets, and then here's professional basketball player uh, Cliff Robinson again. Now they may not know in in Spencer's defense, he's just like, okay, here's this you know rather tall guy shooting baskets against me. He's probably played some basketball, but I maybe Spencer doesn't know this is professional basketball player Cliff Robinson that I'm that I'm going you know. Head to head in, well, in the, the three-point contest. Know, yeah. It kind of excuses the loss after the fact. You know, you feel less bad about it. Like, <laughs> yes, I lost, but lost yeah. the clip problem. Yeah, I'm trying to think of what the uh, comparison uh, would be against so- somebody else that was like, you know, you're in, you know, a, right. a bake-off uh, against Emerald. I, I don't know. Whatever. You're in like a, a competition to smell bad against Russell Hand. <laughs> oh, no. Steven, that's a low blow. That's I've heard. I've heard that he smells really bad because he doesn't wash his butt. <laughs> according to Sandra. Oh no. Uh yeah. only on Survivor. I, I I'm sure in real life, I'm sure he does. We don't know. We don't know. All right, let's um, 
Let's talk about the other big story of the night, which was the decision to throw the challenge here. And, you know, like clockwork, you know, you know, when somebody's talking about throwing a challenge, what's going to happen, Stephen? Uh, it's not going to get thrown. No, Eliza is going to tweet out what a how stupid they are oh. to throw a challenge. <laughs> so you watch, Stephen. You know, I am not uniformly against throwing challenges. I think in some cases it makes a lot of sense. What you about know, tonight? Like, Tonight, no, I don't think it makes a lot of sense tonight, Rob. What about you? I'm with you. I don't, I, you know, I love Sarah, but I think she's overplaying the game right now. This is, yeah. you, I don't, I didn't see the need why they had to throw a challenge here. Um, I'm seeing shades of tan dang, uh, coming from this brawn tribe. Well, here's the thing if, if, if tan dang had thrown a challenge, gotten rid of RC or gotten rid of Scoopin, they actually might have been in a better position at the merge. But I, that's the fundamental distinction that I think is there between Braun and Tandang. Interesting. Like, Interesting. Tandang had a real faction, and RC and Scoopin were never going to be with Tandang. But, like, is Cliff, are Cliff and Lindsay, like, really so ostracized from that group? Like, from what I've seen, you know, Cliff and Lindsay seem to get along pretty well with them, the group. Yeah, no, Sarah is totally acting out of that lie that Tony told her. So, you know, of course they're not that ostracized. That it's it's a made up story that she's reacting to. But even if they wanted her gone, right? Like it's one thing to want someone from your tribe gone before the merge, because or before a swap, because you're worried about them, you gotta target someone, you know, before the swap, before the merge, like intra-tribal politics are everything. You have to target your own. But after a merger, after a swap, like you become tight allies with those people, unless there's a lot of animosity there. I mean, would you agree with that assessment? Uh, yeah, I think so. I, I, what I'd like to, you know, let's. I want to dig in more to what you brought up about um, if there is somebody who's not part of the group, should you get rid of him before you get to the merge? Right. Um, I think well, this is really interesting. There. So now I'm because saying like, now you've, you, Steve, you changed my mind. Maybe it was a good idea to throw the challenge. Well, no, I think in this case, he's not that because it's not, you know, it's not like Cliff is some evil mastermind. You know, Sarah's job is to read people, right? And if Cliff were, you know, really a mastermind and really like going going after Sarah real hard, you know, then I, know. Then I could see it. But, but, you know, in this case where maybe he's targeting her, maybe not, you know, that's not the point. Well, what do you think here? Yeah, it was, it's, it's tough because she has, according to the information that she has, Cliff is coming after her. So she doesn't want Cliff in the group. And so from the information she has, it makes sense to get rid of Cliff. But knowing what we know, it doesn't make that much sense to get rid of Cliff because he's not really working against her. But I, I think there's a difference between like coming after her and like hating her, you know, like saying, let's get out Sarah if there's a vote is different than, like, I must eliminate Sarah at all costs. And I think even based on the story that Tony told, you know, it's still more of a let's get out Sarah if there's a vote rather than, like, getting rid of Sarah is my, is my duty in this game. 
Yeah, because her reasoning that she's giving is, you know, in addition to the stuff that Tony said, you know, she's like, oh, hey, it's, all, you know, basically the Goonies speech of like, you know, up there, it's his time. Down here, this is our time. You know, right. one of us needs to win the game. But it goes back to the Jimmy Johnson thing of like, yeah, if, you know, nobody's going to vote for Cliff Robinson to win the game. Right, exactly, exactly. So why not keep And, you know, if, if he's a big athletic threat, if you were voting out a giant athletic threat from the Braun tribe, you would vote out Cliff, right? I think Cliff is a really good shield for Braun. So he's not, not the guy to take out right now, and, and certainly not the guy to throw a challenge to take out. And the other thing I'll say, Rob, is that if they succeeded at throwing the challenge and voting out Cliff, then they would really have a problem on their hand because then they would have Lindsay in that angry, ostracized position. Then they would have Lindsay, who would be sure to flip because of the betrayal of voting out Cliff. I'd throw the challenge to vote out Lindsay. Really? Uh, What does she bring into the table? I don't know. She's a number. She's a number. Like, why can't people just corral their numbers? No, but she's a loose cannon. She's a loose cannon, and then she was laughing that Sarah fell on the ground. It all comes down to the hammock laugh. You know, (laughs) never laugh after a hammock fall. Uh, Let's talk about the brains. uh, Sorry, the beauty tribe uh, this week. And uh, it's sort of all unraveled for Jeremiah. I wrote I wrote a blog uh, this week uh, for Global, and I talked about how Jeremiah maybe maybe he, we're sleeping on Jeremiah. But then it's sort of all global Canadian. It's uh, how people watch Survivor in Canada. Oh, interesting. Okay, that's cool. And so I was I wrote about how like oh Jeremiah he's got a relationship with everybody. Maybe he's the guy that LJ needs to be watching out for. And then I didn't feel that much this this week. Did you think that Morgan was lying? So basically, as a recap, Morgan was saying, well, Jeremiah is the one who came up with this plan to take out LJ, and he's the, you know, and then he turned on me, and Jeremiah's like, well, I'll show I don't know. Um, what, did you think Morgan was lying, just to, like, throw shade? Uh, no, I felt like she was telling the truth. Um, I felt like Jeremiah handled that rather poorly. But wasn't Bryce the one who came up with the plan to talk about, to take out LJ, or to take out Alexis? Yeah, I think it probably was Bryce. I think... Here's what I want to know, Stephen. Did you think Morgan did a good job, or do you think that she is uh, digging her own grave right now? I thought she did an okay job of just sort of, you know, she's all her grave is dug. Like her job is to stay out of the grave. So I thought she did a good job of like just being like, well, Jeremiah did these things. Maybe, maybe just just put on some shit. You know, she wasn't over the top about it. I was in a similar situation to what Jeremiah was in tonight in Survivor the Amazon. There was a point in the game where I, you know, I came up with this crazy idea that I wanted to take Jenna Maraska to the final two because I felt I felt like out of anybody, uh, she probably couldn't win the game. I said uh, to myself, "Oh boy, uh, I don't know if I think anybody's going to vote for her." So I need to get to the end with Jenna. That's the way I'm going to win the game. And so I kind of talked to her about this plan. It was right after Alex got voted off, and they were really pissed off at me. And she was like, uh, "She's like, no, I don't want to. I don't want to go to the end with you." I'm like, "Really? You don't want to go to the end?" You're going to get voted out next. You, come on, let's do this. Let's go to the end. Uh, she's like, well, tell me the plan. I'm like, well, I'm not going to tell you all the details. Just work with me. Uh, and then like an hour later, like in front of the whole group, she was like, oh, Rob said he's going to go to the end w- with me. And I was like, uh, no, <laughs> no. Uh, like I, that was, a, I was lying. That was a lie I told you. Um, right. And so, but it's, it's a tough situation to be in. Where somebody that you're, you know, you're try- kind of trying to work with on the sly ends up outing you in front of everybody, and they're on the bottom, and they're trying to flip the whole thing over. 
Well, and this is why, you know, there's always that question, well, why don't these two people just team up and take out the majority, or why don't these two people team up? And this is exactly why. It's because people do talk, and you have to be very, very careful about who you talk to, or you could find your own little, you know, ploys being exposed in front of the entire tribe. Yeah, so that was that was a tricky thing, but it didn't seem to have too much backlash for uh, for Jeremiah, except with Alexis. Alexis seems like she's a bit of a of a strategist. Yes, especially about chickens and eggs. Well, she well, has no, a, we'll a and um, a farmer. People, I got email this week that people said that we are sleeping on Alexis also because she was the one that came up with the two 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 idol split and that that's the way to kill the Tyler Perry idol also to split the votes and have it be played on a, and to take out somebody with that. So oh, that's smart. That's really so smart. Why what do you call the Tyler Perry idol? Because Tyler Perry came up with the idea for it. <laughs> Wait, what? I feel like I'm a. I feel like I've been left Twitter for a couple of weeks. I'm like I'm. I'm really. Do you, know, do you know that after the merge, the hidden immunity idol will revert to the Yule and Terry what? idol? Yes. I didn't know that. I thought that was like unequivocally, unequivocally considered a horrible, horrible idea. No, Tyler Perry texted Jeff Probst and said, "Hey, I've got an idea that you should be able to play the the idol after they count the votes." And Jeff said, oh, my God, this is happening right now. Tyler Perry is talking to me right now on my phone. I actually am I'm kind of speechless. I, I have no. What are some other things that Tyler Perry could like? Could like what, what if everyone has to wear a, a dress up like a, a fat lady? <laughs> that would be great for Survivor. That would be we'll, a great tell, we'll tell you Tyler Perry's next idea on Survivor 29. Wow. wow. Okay. Well, see what right. you missed like, in, your Twitter, that... in your Twitter exile. Sorry. See what you missed on your Twitter exile. Yeah, I mean, now I feel I got to go back. You know, that's why Survivor was ruined, right? Like, or that that season, right? Everyone's like, "Well, you will have the super idol," so obviously. All right. Anyway, all right. We're getting off topic here. Sorry. All right. Uh, it's not strategy. Alexis, it's not. Are we sleeping on Alexis? Or is Alexis asleep at the wheel? We don't know. I, I'm I'm leaning to believe. I think we're a little bit sleeping on Alexis. You think we're the chickens thing, Rob? The chickens thing. I can't get past that. Stephen, which came first, the dinosaur or the egg? <laughs> you know, LJ, as always, has another great point about the eggs coming first because uh, dinosaurs laid eggs. Now, did you notice? By the way, I love that moment when be- the beauty tribe. Uh, got their basket, their reward basket, and they're all reading the idol clue. And then Elder's like, "Oh, what's that? What's that? The the hidden the hidden uh, idol thing?" Like, I thought he just played that so perfectly. Just kind of played stupid. <laughs> and once again, everything LJ does is perfect. Very good. Yeah. Um, so, by the way, I gotta be honest. I don't know how chickens and and hens and eggs get made. Um, yeah, heat lamp. The heat lamp is a real crucial part of it. <laughs> You know, um, I would have to say, you know what, that everything I do know about chickens and hens and eggs, I have learned from watching Survivor. Well, being on it, right? Yeah, like, well, we didn't have chicken. Ever... I, they never had chickens on a season that that I was on. Um, but I would have to say the only everything I know about chickens is completely from watching this show. I know if I was not if I was a recruit, I would know nothing about chickens and hens. Um. Yeah, well, you and Jeffro would would uh, be be quite a pair. Yeah, and both both expert strategists and both not perfect farmers. I'm oh, sorry, Jeff and Alexis. Alexis, uh, no, it, 
It's possible, right? It's possible. Like she's the the right hand lady to the dominant uh, dude, and uh, she's obviously knows survivor strategy. So it's very possible that Alexis has got you know some sort of right limb, some some sort of survivor thing happening. <laughs> That's right. And she she could know she could know something. She could know something. Do we want to talk at all about how bad the brains tribe is in challenges? I mean, I think we kind of get it. I'd rather get to questions. I mean, we, uh, do right. you have something uh, that you want to bring to the table about how bad they are? I just wanted to remark on it. I feel like it, 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 we didn't really remark on it that these were two of the biggest upset losses in the history of the game, like back to back. Yeah, not it was. It's not good. It's it's not been a good a good run for them. No. All right. So I want to get set up. I want to get questions going, Jessica Frey. Um, so let's start to get those war- warmed up. Let me see uh, what's going on on uh, YouTube. Uh, here's Anna J is calling out Steven already. By Steven's oh, wow. logic, is it a good idea to, uh, if the beauty tribe decided to throw the challenge to get rid of Morgan because uh, she's not part of the group and she seems like she really dislikes Jeremiah and wouldn't align with them come to merge? Steven, is that what you said? I guess what I was saying is that it's situational. And, like, I honestly don't know. I mean, you know, this is one of those things where, like, it's really a question of you're in the moment, you're on the tribe. Do you think this person hates you or do you think this person will work with you? Um, And if the person hates you, it probably is a better idea to not have them in the game. So what, what do you think about that, Rob? I think it depends on the person. I think it depends if they're a yeah. serious threat, if they are, have a, if you think they're going to definitely switch. I don't know. It depends on a lot, a lot of things. I don't think there's yeah. a hard and fast rule. That's, that's my, that's my feeling as well. Okay. Um, all right. So let's see. Uh, let's go to another question. Uh, how I, about, apparently I can't read these, Rob. I can't see it. Yes. Yeah, so, oh, uh, Ari Ferrari wants to know, Cliff has a challenge tailored to his basketball skill set. Which of your skills would you like a challenge to tailor to? Steven, do you have a, a challenge that would be perfectly designed for your skill set? Um, Spelling bee, grammar check? Yeah, grammar. Grammar, I would like to do the grammar challenge. <laughs> yeah, what would that look like? You know, there would be like split participle or dangling modifiers, you know, like two not, like think, sentences ending with prepositions. What about you, Rob? Podcasting? The podcasting challenge? A podcasting challenge? Um, I'm trying to think of uh, what would be good, uh, ideal for me. You know, I'm, I'm kind of good at finding a word jumble. I think that's pretty That's pretty good. Yeah. That's useful. Yeah. A bigger point that I... Impersonations. Sure, sure. Yeah. If it was like uh, some sort of like a uh, recital, I think that would be good. Um, I want to ask you about this. Do you feel like it was blatantly unfair to have Cliff Robinson on a season of Survivor and then have a challenge <laughs> literally be basketball? Pretty unfair. Pretty unfair. Um, why not have, like, a different, slightly different thing? You know, why not have, like, a ring toss or something? You know, like, basketball is a little bit unfair. Yeah. Um, I mean, when Jeff Kent was on Survivor, like, they didn't have, like, home run derby as one of the challenges. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right. Uh, I'm trying to think of another comparison, but I can't. I mean, it, it was really basketball. Like, it really, it really was. Yeah. It's like, hey, we got Cliff Robinson. We got to shoot some hoops. Right. When ours was on Survivor, there was no centering your chakras challenge. <laughs> no. Oh. No, I don't think so. Um, all right. Let's go to... There got to be some questions. Come on. 
Yeah, we're tr- we're trying out that uh Jessica, if you have some questions, uh you should uh let's get get them up on the screen. Okay. Uh let's go to uh I'm reading the questions that are from YouTube. Let's see. Uh Corey Brown says uh, if Jatia caught wind of her elimination before tribal, would the brains camp still be standing? Okay? So, what do you think she's going to do? Uh, do you think that no, she would have burnt down the tribe? No, I think she I think not. I think you know we saw Jatia so gracious in that moment, I think that she would have had a really good attitude towards it. You know, she, was, she was furious that other time, but she's not furious. Yeah. She took it well. I, I have to say, I, th- even, I think she even had a classy exit out of the game. Hey, Rob, Spicy Wasabi wants to know, which tandem is in for the long haul? Dynamic duo of Wu Cliff, LJ Jeremiah, Ash Tasha, or Sarah Tony? I think this is a really good question. Okay, so which tandem is in it for the long haul? Let me read back those names. Wu and Cliff. LJ and Jeremiah, Cass and Tasha, or Sarah Antonio. Can I say none of the above? I'm going to disagree with you. Who do you think? Who do you think? Who do you think? Who do you think has got some longevity? Well, if I had to pick one of them, I think I'd say LJ and Jeremiah. I I would like to say that first of all, I want to give Wu some props because I think he played really well today in terms of like building up the alliance with Sarah, but also saving the tribe and the town. But I think I think Sarah Tony is going long. Uh, I was obviously totally wrong about previous alliances. But I feel like they keep on showing us there's never been a final two of just cops. You know, like what if they're what if it's foreshadowing? So uh, uh, I, I don't think it's foreshadowing. All right, you think it's foreshadowing like the the falling apart? Yes, I I say no way we get a Sarah and Tony final two, fi- or fi- in the final three. All right. Okay. I I say I don't think so. All right, let's go to Calvin, and uh, Calvin wants to know. Uh, was Wu trying to throw the challenge or was he trying to help Cliff out? I felt like Wu was in a tough spot here, Stephen. I, I thought, saw him trying to win it. You know, I think every time Wu went down there, he, would, he did a good job of it. You know, I, I, Sarah and Trish really stunk and you know, hopefully they'll be ashamed of themselves later. It was like for for Wu, it's like he could throw the challenge a little bit, but at some point, like if he starts to like throw the challenge like really hard, then, you know, if he starts to look really, really fake, then, you know, that's bad on him then. But you don't think Sarah looked fake? You know, I, I'd have to go back and watch it again. I'll, 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 when I watch the episode a second time, I'll pay attention to how bad Sarah was doing in the challenge. I'm curious if, like, Cliff, like, will put it together. Because for the Braun tribe, they sure were. were... Yeah. Okay. I was shouting at the screen. Yeah. I wanted... um, so Patrick Carroll wants to know, since there will be two tribes of seven, will Brains be in danger of going home no matter what? What do you think of that, Rob? Two tribes of seven. Is Brains going to be in a very vulnerable position? Well, I guess if there's two tribes of seven, we could have either all the Brains on one tribe which seems unlikely. And then yeah. you could have some sort of a two and one split, but it really depends on, you know, the brains I think are going to be sort of the kingmakers here because you have brawn and, and beauty. And I think they're, they're going to be gunning for each other. And I think they're going to sort of like what we saw with Malcolm and Denise on survivor Philippines, that the uh, Tandang and uh, whatever Penner's tribe. Yeah. Calibar. Uh, <laughs> Um, whatever those those two tribes, they were sort of like, hey, we got to start get get posturing and 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 hey, we need your numbers. So 
it'll be interesting to see if they just take the three of them and say, okay, Spencer and Cass, you go to the beauty tribe and Tasha, you go to the Braun tribe. I completely agree. I, I think that they're, uh, they're going to be the kingmakers. What is the move here, Rob, if you are one of the dominant tribes? How do you avoid the fate of Tandang or Calabon? Where Malcolm and Denise out, outlasted most of them? Just where, like, how do you not fall apart? We see big tribes who are winning in the pre-merge fall apart all the time. It seems like it is destiny now. It's almost not It's almost not exciting to see them fall apart. Well, you're in a tough spot because let's say hypothetically, okay, let's say you're Braun and now here comes, here comes uh, Spencer to your group. And it's like, well, do we bring him in to, to work with us and get him part of our group? Because if we don't, then he could go and be a number for the other group once we get to the merge. And then all of a sudden, you know, uh, now we go, if, if we, if we keep if let's say hypothetically, we uh, don't do a good job of getting him in. Now he could, he could flip to the other side and they have the numbers. So it's a, a very tricky situation. You know what the problem is, I think, is that these big tribes get so focused on settling their internal scores. And you saw that with Tandang, where they wanted to take out Stupid and RC, and you saw it with Calabau, where, where Jeff Kent went went against Penner. And it's like, if these tribes had just stayed cohesive, they could have run the game. And I, I worry about that with Sarah. You know, you see Sarah, she's fixated on Cliff. Uh, and that could be the undoing of that tribe. I'd even say go back to Survivor All-Stars. And you had, you know, on yet Shapara that then uh, the fortified Shapara, then when they had uh, Rupert and Jenna Lewis, and then over on Mogo Mogo, you know, uh, you had everybody, everybody is going after, oh, uh, you know, we got to take out Richard Hatch. We got to go after Colby. We got to go after Ethan. And so you had people sort of like, you know, fighting for who was going to be the leader of that group as opposed to, hey, let's stay strong and make sure we have solidarity to take out the numbers once we get to the merge. Right. Um, <clears throat> so so uh, if you're listening to us and you can go back in time. Uh, brains and, or sorry, brawn and beauty tribe. You know, be sure to to try to stay cohesive together. Yes, learn from history. Uh, um, Colin Colin Robinson wants to know. Wu seems very Amazon Matt like. Know it alls respond, Rob. I really feel like this is in your wheelhouse. Sure. All right. I don't see that. What? No. What do you mean? Sure. Yeah. No. Whatever. I, I, I don't. I don't. I. I don't see it. I, I'm sorry. I don't see that either. Okay, next question. Foggy Bootenling. Uh, what about another potential pairing? Spencer and Morgan. Similar ages, similarly there to play. What do you think, Steve? Let's play OK Cupid. Uh, that could, would be a great match could, and a great love connection. Spencer and Morgan. Can we can we greenlight this as a rom com now? But, but now Morgan didn't even think Jeremiah was hot enough to be beauty. Yeah, yeah. She said he was not being very beautiful uh, in that moment. Yeah. Boy, that would be one hell of a showmance. That would be. That would be. Yeah, that would be good. Yeah, pretty good. Um, but I feel like if that was to happen, I feel like people would be like, I feel like people would be unflattering towards Spencer in that showmance. Like, I feel like you'd be getting like a lot of like uh, Beauty and the Geek type uh, type references if that was yeah. the case. Yeah, you know what? I I had personally, I had, I suffered a lot of that, and it's hurtful. The words words hurt people. Yeah. Um. Whereas, whereas uh, I don't think if, if he was if he was uh, going to date a, a woman who was not as stunning, I don't think people would make that same comparison. Right. So that's a lesson to Spencer. That's don't, what you got. Don't, yeah, don't date someone attractive. That's right. Um, yeah. 
lest less someone call you Inky. <laughs> It'll be uh, hurtful. Yeah. Uh, Rachel Lamont wants to know, the best thing for Sarah is for her and Tony to be split at the swap and for him to get voted out. Am I right? What do you think? Uh, yeah, I think that the best thing for <laughs> to Sarah would be to get Tony out of the game because he's the, bringing her down. Somehow it's like that badge, you know, it's just like it like put it's like her magic button. Yeah, not to be misinterpreted. Whoa. Uh, <laughs> yes, he's like, oh, all right, I need you to swear on the badge. He's like, you know, sure, sure, I swear on the badge. I don't care, whatever. Um, yeah. Whatever. He doesn't care, Stephen. Um. Yeah. We need a know-it-alls badge, and then I can ask you to swear on it. Yeah, I'll swear, and I'll say whatever I have to to get ahead. It's just words, Rob. I mean, I mean, really serious. Yeah. No, there's never been two know-it-alls in the final two, Rob. That's right. That's right. Uh, okay, let's do uh, two more questions. Okay, BJ uh, tweets. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, what is the last member of the Brains Tribe going to be eliminated? When is the last member of the Brains Tribe going to be eliminated? Uh, final four. So one of them's probably going to make it far. I think at least one of them will do really well. Yeah. I don't think that hope is lost for them. I really, you know, it looks bad for them right now, but I think the lessons of Matt Singh are that you can ride this out. Yeah, um, definitely. It's seeming, un, you know, inoffensive. It's, it's worked for many meerkats and other very, like, small animals. You know, just seeming unthreatening is a great way to, uh, to exist. Okay. Uh, one more question. Final question. Let's make it a great one. Let's knock this question out of the park. Okay. This is our challenge, Rob. This is the hoops for us. Yeah, to get to get a new question. Okay, here we go. Yeah. All right. Were Tasha and Cass Miss Miss Cassandra B wants to know were Tasha and Cass trying to scare Spencer into loyalty? Or were they actually unsure at Tribal? This is it, Rob. Okay. No, they were definitely unsure. Okay. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's let's do let's do one let's do one more question. Let's get it. We need a, we need a really good one. Okay. All right. Uh, so let's see. How about uh, uh, from Nick 2S? Bring it home. Uh, if you could pick both tribes of seven, who would you pick to each tribe for the maximum? That's going to, that's, that's, that's a fun one, but it'll take some time. Takes, yeah, yeah, give yeah. us a shorter question. One, yeah. one, a shorter question. Is there any pairing that you need to see, Stephen? We've talked about Spencer and Morgan. That would be a good one. Spencer and Morgan would be a great one. You know, LJ and Wu, my two favorites. Jackson Kruger wants to know, is Jatia the worst player to ever play Survivor? Well, as we all know, there's a very clear hierarchy of best to worst that is quantifiable, and I believe uh, True Dark Times yes. has quantified it. So I don't know. We'll have to turn to him. What do you think, Rob? Worst player ever? Maybe too soon to tell. We'll have to see what the history books say about this. All right, Stephen. Well, thank you. Thank you so much uh, for everything tonight. This was a, a very a fun-filled note. I feel like we covered a lot of ground. Yeah, this was really good. I thought this episode was great. I think the season is great. Um, this cast is phenomenal. Not not really a dud, or certainly not one that we're seeing because the editors are doing a great job of, of not boring us with them. No, it's been a fun season. Yeah. All right. Uh, so uh, tomorrow we have our exit interview with Jatia. We'll talk to Coach. Get your voicemails in. Uh, Rob has a website.com slash voicemail because uh, we're going to do those uh, somewhat early on in the afternoon, so make sure you get them in overnight. Steven, who's getting a fishy tonight? Uh, would you like to guess? I'm going to guess it's going to be Spencer. I am actually giving it to Tasha and Cass because I don't feel like Spencer really saved himself. I feel like Tasha and Cass made the smart decision. Okay. All right. Well, I, I can't disagree with that too much. I don't think that, you know, uh, 
I'm not offended by your fishy giving out here. Well, thank you. Who's getting the sesty? <laughs> I there's not really one every week. I mean, I guess uh, I don't. Nobody really. If anything, I I think I might have to. You know, I there's nobody that played terribly uh, this week. I disagree with some of the things Sarah did. Jatia was bad in the challenges. Um, Jeremiah didn't handle that thing too well um, back at camp. But nobody was you know worthy of getting an award for bad survivor play this week. Okay. Well, that's nice. That's very nice of you. Yeah. There you go. All right. So that right. yeah, well, Steven, great job. Uh, check out Steven's people blog tomorrow. Uh, how do people find it now that you're not on? They just have to go to people.com. People mag, you know, I'm actually, I get tweeted out because there's a way to tweet it out through people mag. So I do tweet it out. So follow me on Twitter and I'll tweet it out. Um, and, uh, and you, you know, interact with me in the comments there. I'd love to talk, and, and you know, as well as the comments on uh, on this podcast on uh, Rob's website. Yeah. Um, are you interested to know what uh, Sean Hans thought of the decision tonight? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, he said that uh, they wouldn't care. Let's see. Uh, I don't know uh, about that. She was uh, not a threat to anyone in the game, and they may have drug her along for a vote. So, so there you go. Sean Sean Hans said, "Keep her around." Oh, 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 I thought he was making the other. Like, not a threat to anyone in the game means, like, eliminator. Um, well, Rob, one question I have for you. Is that a bobble? Is that a Rob Sesternino bobblehead? <laughs> uh, yes, Stephen. Well, you don't, you don't have one of these? It's actually, it's actually a voodoo doll. How do I get my own Rob Sesternino bobblehead? <laughs> <laughs> oh, I haven't done the merchandising on that. We have to, we have to talk to my people about that. Um, anyway, all, all right, right, so... Um, if you are watching this on uh, YouTube, we would love it if you would subscribe to this channel at robiswebsite.com slash YouTube. And if you like the Survivor Know-It-Alls, uh, please be generous with your liking of the videos because we always appreciate that as well. And uh, we'd love to hear what you guys uh, are saying in the comments as well. All right, Stephen, thank you so much. We'll see you next Wednesday night, okay? Thank you, Rob. Uh, have a great week. All right, take care. Bye. The theme to Survivor Know-It-Alls is written and performed by the Fake Plastic Trees. For more of their music, visit fakeplastictrees.nl.